Oh wait, no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I am your host, Joseph, and it is here on this very podcast where each and every Thursday I sit down with my best friend, Kyle. We talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, you can join us on any podcast service you'd like. Please rate us five stars. That would help us out. We'd greatly appreciate it. But with all that said, and with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir? Happy 2020. The year of Barbara Walters is finally upon us, Let's Kyle. Let's do this. Oh, my goodness. So yeah. it's literally been two weeks since we've gotten in a room and talked about PlayStation News. Man, it feels like forever, right? Does it? Yeah, it does. Well, not two weeks. It's been two days, technically. I mean, technically, yeah. We did stream that the Sony CES show. But I mean, like... For Real a proper trophy room? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's been two weeks. Man. How was your break, though? I mean, let me know. It that. was okay. Yeah. It was tiring. I, I, I think I mentioned it before, uh, but having uh, kids in the house, Santa Magic takes a lot. Uh, that's awful. I couldn't imagine having kids. Kids are awesome. They, they sound like the word. You, you've been tired the past two weeks. But, like, it's a good tired. I yeah. like to see They get happy, you know. It makes you happy. It's a rewarding tired, Joe. Does, okay, here's a question for you. Does someone dress up as Santa Claus every year? I mean, no. The real Santa still comes. But I, I we, we, I kind of run outside and I take uh, sleigh bells uh-huh. that we have in the house. Mm-hmm. And I shake them outside of the window while the family's having to, having dinner. As a way, That's like, oh, so he's coming to check cute. in. So wait, do you, do you, so do you go like, oh, guys, guys I, I got to go to the bathroom and then like sneak yeah, out? Either, and then, yeah, either bathroom or I'm going to go do the dishes or I got to let the dog out. Yeah. And none of the girls have like added it up of just like. Not yet. That's the, cute. The oldest is getting there. She's getting. She's, she's getting, getting wise. She's like, you know, she's every time we're having Christmas Eve dinner, Uncle Kai, Ste- Kai always <laughs> misses the bells. <laughs> Uncle Stevenson's got to drop a log. What's going on here? <laughs> hey, I'm regular. Oh. I'm very regular. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, you know what? Thank you for making that joke work. Here's here's the deal. Usually. There's a lot of PlayStation news. It's been two weeks and there is not a lot still. But today, this week, we're talking about the PlayStation 4's lifetime sales. We're going to be talking about the new PlayStation 5 logo, what that means for the future of PlayStation, and even some new patents and new leaked images of the DualShock 5 controller. But before we do that, before we get ahead of ourselves with all this good news... Kyle, yeah. usually we start the show with what we've been playing. But this week, it's what we've been gambling. Because you you found this site called FantasyCritic.Games. Yes. Where it's a fantasy league where it's all games that are coming out in 2020, or for the most part, it's run by like one dude. Yeah. And everybody chooses a game or a list of games. Whatever game comes out and gets the highest review on said site, you get points for Yes. And so we've made a trophy room for everybody to come in and have their own teams, their own leagues. We're going to be having and holding one on Discord January mm-hmm. 14th. So yes. please, please, please stop on by. Link in the description for all of that. And if you if you want to do that, do yeah. it uh, join as soon as you can. So please. I know if I have to split up the league because yeah. if we have 30 people in the league, then everyone's going to get like two games or one game, and that's yeah. not going to be fun. So yeah. like, I want to make sure everyone has a solid we team and solid selection. Yeah, It's not craziness madness. Yes. Yes. Okay, Kyle. So with that, 
we mm-hmm. decided to then have our own little separate thing where it's just you and me. Yeah. Okay. And we're going to wager a little something. We just don't know what the wager is right now. Yes. Right? Okay. Well, we Correct. don't know on your end, but I do know on my end. Yeah. Y- yes. All right. So. <laughs> I'm with... putting my health first. Let's put that way. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle did the smart thing. And he's just like, no, nah, Joe, I'm not going to hurt myself for yeah, the sake no. of a podcast. Mm-mm. Me, on the other hand. We'll talk about that in a second. Kyle, yeah. read out your list of what sure. games you have. So like Joe said, we draft for the selection of games in 2020 that is that we know of right now. Myself and Joe, we made it a point to only pick games that would show up on PlayStation for just us two. I believe when we do the league with everyone, we'll have a pick from all games, all systems, because it's easier that way. Also, like Joe said, you get points if the game gets reviewed on Open Critic above a 70. So if it okay. gets an 80, you get 10 points. If it gets a 90... Ooh. 20, 130. But if it gets below a 70, you get negative points. It takes points away. Okay. Um, we also have things called counter picks where we each pick two games from the opposite team. And if that game does bad below a 70, we get positive points. If it does well, we get negative points. Oh, my goodness. Uh, okay. Just kind of to kind of balance things yeah. out. Um, so, What's uh, your first Platts, five? Yeah. Platts yeah. R Us is my publisher. I had the second pick. And I was very upset because I thought Joe was going to take what I wanted, but he didn't. So my I was first gracious. Pick, I was you were very, very gracious. gracious. My first pick was The Last of Us Part Two. I think that's easy money right yeah. there. My second pick uh, was Final Fantasy VII Remake. Again, I think it's going to be above a 70. It's going to do great. Mm-hmm. Uh, third pick, Doom Eternal. Fourth pick, Ghost of Tsushima. And then number five, I went a little crazy. Okay. I went a little crazy with number five. Okay. I wanted to take a gamble. PS5 needs a strong game at launch, so I went with the Horizon Zero Dawn sequel. Wow. So if that gets announced uh, yeah. for as a launch PS5 game, that's on Platts RS. Okay. So the first five are supposed to be easy picks. They're the easy money. I picked Cyberpunk 2077. That's yep, easy that was your money. That's first overall be... pick. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was my first pick. Again, I, I wanted to make it where it's the game I'm the most excited about. Sure, Cyberpunk's yeah. the most excited I am. I got the bomber jacket, everything. I'm, I'm, I'm all in. Then I got Persona 5 The Royal. Famous Seamus, I thought of you when I picked this, so don't You're screw welcome. me on this one. Don't screw me on this one. It better be the be- best thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Resident Evil 3, because I'm super excited for that. And, I mean, just seeing how well Resident Evil 2 Remake did, there's no way 3 is going to be bad and then my fifth pick is uh overwatch fourth pick oh sorry fourth watch is uh overwatch 2 which has no release date but i'm hoping yeah it's a solid pick if it does come out in 2020 yeah i mean the first one is so good as is so and then fifth is neo 2 neo the original one man i remember when that game came out (laughs) jesus you couldn't find it anywhere it reviewed Mm -hmm. so well so neo 2 I think is yeah. a is a shoe in for being at least an eighty and above. Kyle, what are your bottom five though? That's why. Yeah. Wanna... So uh, then we did we did ten stock games. I think we can have uh, I set it for up to twenty. Yep. Which throughout the year you can bid on games that get announced and add them to your team. And once you run out of that hundred dollars, you're done adding games. Uh, so my number six yeah. is I realize this fell because it's not really hype. People are worried about it, but yeah. I still think it's going to do above a 70. Okay. And that's Marvel's Avengers uh, from Square Ooh. Enix. I'm actually very excited for that game. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a good Marvel superhero story. So, yeah, I picked Avengers. I See, I, I didn't because I was just like, it's just going to be an 80. 
It's he, I'm like sure. that's the best that I think this game could actually be with all the heroes that are in it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all the microtransactions that are going to be somewhere around that game when sure. it comes out at launch. So I was just like, as a safe bet, I didn't pick that one. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's yeah. fair. Um, then I followed that up with Hollow Knight Silk Song, and then I was the like, sequel to a, a great bitch. indie pick. Yeah, you yeah. son of a bitch. That's an excellent one. Uh, Tales of Arise or Arise, um, mm-hmm. another long running RPG series. Um, Highly anticipated for RPG fans. Uh, then I went Yakuza Like a Dragon, which is Yakuza 7. A little wary about this one, just because yeah. of how they're changing up the combat style on this. Yeah. I and don't know even, how they, well that's going to do. They even don't seem sure about it. They're like, hey, sure. if this doesn't do well, we will change it back to the way you yeah. like it. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, right. it's <laughs> odd pick. And then I rounded out my top 10 with uh, System Shock, mm. which was the um, predecessor or I guess the inspiration for Bioshock. Yep. Yep. Um, and that, that game has been in development for a long time, and I think it's finally setting sights from 2020. So I took a gamble with that one as well. Yeah. I think I think that one's been in development hell so long mm-hmm. that I don't know if it's going to catch up to the, today's today's games, you know, today's mechanics. Uh, for me, I picked Elden Ring. It's from software. That's a shoe-in, right? They do great work. Game of the decade, right? Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. Game of last year, apparently, Sekiro. So I think that's just an easy pick. Uh, Dying Light 2, I picked it because I wanted to be a little vindictive. Uh, Kyle was talking about it, and so I was the second to pick it, so he can't get it. Uh, <laughs> Vampire, because I wanted that on my team. <laughs> yeah. Vampire, The Masquerade, uh, Bloodlines 2. I hear nothing but amazing things about the first game. So I think this is a shoe-in. It's going to be the first time that this series is on PlayStation. I'm all in. And then, because I believe in PSVR more than Kyle does, I picked Marvel's Iron Man VR. I can't wait. This one's going to probably suffer, though. This one's going to probably drag me down, in all honesty. But I'm ready, because I believe in something. And then, because Kyle wanted this one as well, Darkest Dungeon 2. (laughs) I ran out of ideas. You were very vindictive on this team. At the end of it, yeah. I wonder how these games feel. Like, you didn't want them. You just got them to take them away from me. Yeah. Like a true capitalist. How dare you. You know? Um, And then, like like I said, you can pick up games once the draft is over. Yeah. We'll announce them on the show as well. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I put in a bid for a dollar for Blood Roots. And I got Blood Roots because we both love Blood Roots. I think that game's going to do fantastic. I was going to pick Dreams. But then all of a sudden the machine was just like, and that'd be yeah. tree fitty. And I was like, it's about that goddamn time. <laughs> it's very odd that Dreams is not available this for website us to pick. was three stories tall and was a crustacean for the Paleolithic era. And I, I said, God even... damn it, like this much and we work for our money. <laughs> all right, there you go. That's I don't even know how to respond show. to that. I don't even know. Uh-huh. I've already derailed the show. You know what Do I mean? Do you want to talk about the counterpicks or just leave them as is? Yeah, I mean, I counterpicked Avengers. I let you all know why. And then Tales of Arise. Um, I've never played the Tales games, and I did my uh, research, and I don't think it's going to be that big. Sure. I was going to say it. All right, there you go. Um, And then I counterpicked uh, with Darkest Dungeon 2, because I'm not sure that game will come out this year, Mm -hmm. Um, and Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2, just because it's an unknown to me, and I, Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Well, you suck. And that has been what we've been 
betting on. <laughs> and and I think we'll come back to this around yeah. June, around yeah. E3, see how our teams are doing. Oh, my God. Uh, see what we picked up. Uh, I'm sure when E3 comes, there's yeah. going to be a lot that's announced, and we're yep. going to be in a bidding war like crazy. Yep. That's what we should save our bidding for. Jesus. Okay. With that, Kyle... <laughs> Let's get it's onto like the news. It's it's like he it figured it out. He figured it out. Just figured it out. Let's get into the news. But before we do, I would like to thank our patrons over at Patreon.com, where you can support the show and get some cool, exclusive stuffs for doing it. Just like our silver tier members, Daniel Welsh, and our newest patron, JB. I love you so much, man. Thank you so, so freaking much. So, with all that hey, said, quick correction yes. there. What's that? Patreon.com slash bad bit. What did I say? You just said, go to Patreon.com. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and wing it. <laughs> just go there. Listen, it's the first show of 2020. You know what I mean? Let's have fun. I gotcha. Uh, let's get the first news out of the way, Kyle. We covered CES, and this is PlayStation at CES. 40 oh, we, minutes. We covered it, all right. Yeah. <laughs> The first goober that comes out of PlayStation at CES 2020 comes from uh, Joseph Yaden over at PS Lifestyle. PS4 sales surpass 106 million. PSVR is the best-selling VR headset at 5 million. Back in October 2019, the PS4 reached 102 million units sold, making it the second best-selling console of all time, trailing only the PS2 at 157 million. Now the PS4 has surpassed 106 million units sold, continuing its reign as the best-selling console of this generation. 1.15 billion PS4 games have also been sold worldwide across physical retailers and the PS Store, along with 103 million monthly active users on the PlayStation Network. Of those 103 million users, 38.8 million have PlayStation Plus membership. So I think that was, this was the biggest takeaway from this whole entire conference was how just dominant the PlayStation 4 is. I mean, we've all known it. I think the latest, I think the, the, the thing we talked about last time was over 100 million, right? Yes. Over now 106 million units sold. Uh, the thing that blew my mind was 1. Th- uh, 1.15 yeah. Billion PS4 games sold on the PSN store. That's nuts. It really is. And that's uh, also, I'm sorry, that's across also physical retailers. So, like, that's just crazy of how well games are doing in, in general. What was what was your, the number that, that like, spoke to you? Yeah. Uh, if you're watching the video, I was trying to figure out what the attach rate is there. Oh, the attach rate is, billions. yeah, from what I understand, from what I heard, uh, it's around 10 games. Every PlayStation but- user has around 10 games. That's the attach that's pretty, rate of the console. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. Um, the one that jumped out to me was PSVR at 5 million. Mm. Holy crap. That's that's pretty great. Do um, you do you think so? Because like everybody sees that number and they're just like, ooh, thought VR was supposed to be the future. Yeah, but then when they find out that that is the best-selling VR headset right. of any VR headset, right. uh, that's telling you something that PlayStation's got a... Uh, win on their hands and Mm -hmm. as soon as they make it even better with whatever the next model is and make it more affordable and even more accessible it's gonna it's gonna blow up i feel do you do you think that they're going to have a playstation vr headset similar to that and maybe this is why they're waiting so long to maybe put one out there but similar to that of like the quest Absolutely. Where it's a dedicated piece of hardware, you don't need a system for it? Yeah, well, I, not that it doesn't need a system for it, um, but just to make it completely wireless, I think is 
one of the biggest reasons why PSVR is such a cumbersome thing for for us, yes. just because you got that wire running down your back and you you can always feel it, and that does kind of take you out a little bit. Yeah. You also trip up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you trip over it sometimes, especially with like Beat Saber, and mm-hmm. like it, it just if they got rid of that wire, I think it'd be so much more immersive and so much more seamless. Yeah, that's why to me it's it's not a if they're going to support PSVR, it's mm-hmm. a definite. And I yeah. definitely see them ditching the light show that we currently have with the dumb buttons. And I really do think we're going to get some type of camera-based system that the Oculus has, mm-hmm. where they have cameras on the headset itself, and maybe your hands are the controllers, or they do have some type of peripheral where you mm-hmm. can you know, play, play your PlayStation VR games without just having to have just the whole room just totally in dark. Because that's wasn't the biggest there, thing for me. Wasn't there a patent for, like, PlayStation gloves? There have been patents. I believe right. also if... I, I don't I don't cover PC games, so I don't know sure. much. But I know... I think the Index has some type of glove, if okay. I'm not mistaken. Or maybe they just use your hands. Someone in the okay. comments let me know who, who's more VR capable than me. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so, like, I could see gloves. I would love a power glove. That'd Hell be the yeah. coolest fucking thing in the world, man. Uh-huh. I think that number is impressive for what the technology is right now. And to see them go on stage and tell their investors, here's this number. You know, we're proud of it. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, also, one of the big takeaways here is PlayStation Plus users. Yeah. 38.8 million. Now, that's not an Xbox Live number. I think Xbox Live is somewhere in the 50s. Sure. Impressive. They've had two generations to build on Xbox Live as this brand. To just see in six years where they made PlayStation Plus for all intents and purposes, if you wanted to play most online experiences, mandatory. To see 38 million people jump on board in six years, have that adoption rate, that's nuts. It grew from uh, last year was at 36 million. So it almost grew by 3 million users this year. So, and with that number specifically, I find it maybe not as surprising, but uh, that's like less than half of how many people are using the network in general, yeah, or or the amount of users that it has monthly active 103 million. It kind of goes to show you that a lot of people really value single player games on PlayStation and they Mm -hmm. don't need that PlayStation Plus to go play online. And and that is the really awesome thing is that, yeah, they have no big... When you think of PlayStation, what are we thinking about? We're thinking of God of War, Uncharted, Last of Us, whatever. We're not thinking about any big tentpole multiplayer games. They don't have any. And so to see them just I mean, the Fortnite sponsorship or like marketing deal type thing. But Fortnite is... You don't need PlayStation Plus. Because it's free. Oh, I yeah. I thought you still need a plus to play online nope. on place. Okay, that's the beautiful I, thing I about plus. Mistaken. Yeah, if, if it's a free game, you do not need PlayStation Plus to play online. So like, they they give you incentives though, like skins if you're a PlayStation Plus member, sure. which I think is really awesome. Uh, but yeah, I think these numbers are super impressive, and it just shows that look. I, and I, I I think I speak for everyone here. I I, I don't see the next PlayStation being as dominant as the PlayStation 4. I think next generation, we're going to see a really tight race, and I'm really excited by that thought. Um, but it, it shows that PlayStation isn't going anywhere. And I think we, we kind of get ahead of ourselves when we're talking about, you know, the Xbox Series X and how, I mean, we're going to talk about it in a second, but, like, 
it was announced two weeks or you know two or three weeks ago. And we were thinking that like we're being so impatient with this PlayStation Five. Like, when's it gonna get announced? When's it gonna get announced? You know, like Sean uh, on his stream last night, he was just like, "Man, when's PlayStation gonna do it? Well, like, when are they gonna drop something?" I'm just like, "Dude, it's been seven days into the new year. <laughs> they got <laughs> they got three hundred and you know plus years or years, years days to do something. You know what I mean? So, to me." I, I get the impatientness, but I think that impatientness speaks to people are interested in what PlayStation has to offer. You know, uh, let's get to the second thing at CES. Sure. Uh, Brianna Reeves over at PS Lifestyle writes the PlayStation five logo broke an Instagram record for games less than 48 hours. after Sony's PS five logo revealed during CES 2020 and the unveiling remains an internet joke and meme as Sony made a big presentation of revealing the virtually unchanged logo design. It is Sony that may get the last laugh, however. In that same span of time, it appears the logo's image on Instagram has broken a record as far as video game-related posts are concerned. A report from Video Game Chronicles suggests the post on PlayStation's official account is now the most liked game image on Instagram, courtesy of its 5 million likes. The more than 5 million likes and nearly 140,000 comments eclipses that of other popular video game posts by a wide margin, according to Video Game Chronicles analysis. Fortnite's April 2019 Instagram photo for the Fortnite Cross Avengers announcement now represents the platform's second most popular game-related image at well over 2.6 million total likes. In contrast, the official Xbox page's post about Xbox Series X on December 12, 2019 has only amassed around 989,000 likes. Such a wide margin could likely be explained when taking into consideration a a myriad of factors. Most notably, the PlayStation Instagram accounts, a number of followers eclipses that of Xbox's 2 to 1, with PlayStation sitting at over 22 million followers compared to Xbox's 9.9 million. Pack it up, Kyle. We won this next generation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. If Instagram Over a logo we both could have done in Microsoft Paint. (laughs) Man, people have already done since the PlayStation 3 announcement. You know, it's been a minute. Um So Tim Wolf writes in, and I I really like his question here. Everything we've seen or heard about the PlayStation 5 seems like business as usual. What could Sony announce about the PlayStation 5 that would blow your freaking mind? Or have they uh, already, and I just missed it. I think this is a great question because, like, this logo does nothing to us, right? Like, I mean, it's... Even if it was like a fucking this thing burned your your you know your eyelids and you're like it's the most beautiful thing I can never blink but I'll never want to stare at anything else like who cares it's yeah. just a logo mm-hmm. um, but it shows that like if it ain't broke don't fix it absolutely right so like yeah. okay I mean that's my reaction Kyle what, what what's yours on the logo before we even get into it yeah that I mean kind of the same thing like. Yeah. Um, it's PS5. How mm-hmm. many different takes on that logo can you do already? Yeah. And it kind of just fits the family of the PlayStation logos already, as is. Mm-hmm. I mean, go back to, like, PS2. Like, from PS2 on, I feel like the logo has pretty much stayed the same Yeah. Uh, when it comes to a console. Um, so, yeah, I think it's just just enough of a tease or yeah. just kind of like, hey, yeah, we know it's coming. Yeah. PS5. It's PS5. It is. This is it. You know, yeah. it's kind of like the Apple logo. You know yeah. it when you look at it, and that's what they want to give you the the feeling of. And the PlayStation brand, when you look at that style, that that art, 
um, it's supposed to give you a feeling of, oh, this is, it looks like the PlayStation 4. Oh, I have fun with my PlayStation 4. Sure. Yeah. Like, that's where it, that they want you to lead when you think about that logo. So yeah. it makes sense. Now, what is something that PlayStation would announce that would blow your mind? Blow my mind. Um, freaking dome piece. I mean, honestly, don't take don't the easy really... way out. Don't take the easy way out and say, "Oh, announce when the when it's coming out." No, 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 no. That's not <laughs> what I would say. Uh, it won't take a, a whole lot for me to to blow my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to have more or easier access to trophies and the yeah. way to track them while we play. Uh, that's kind of more of like a firmware thing than actual PS5 box. I Honestly. It. If they if they come out and say, hey, here's the PS5, and it comes with two controllers, holy crap. <laughs> and it's still like 400 bucks. I'd be so freaking happy. <laughs> I'd be so happy. Yeah. To me, the thing that would blow my mind just in half is what the, the biggest rumor is and the biggest question mark about the PlayStation 5 is backwards compatibility. And we've talked a bit about it uh, on shows previous, but like if they came out and they were just like, hey, no BS here. Every PS uh, PlayStation game within reason. Um, here's a list. We're growing the catalog, but we want to make make sure the whole catalog of the PlayStation Four is supported. A you know a lot of the PlayStation Three catalog is supported. The PS Two catalog supported. PS One catalog supported. And that is that is the whole history of PlayStation in one ecosystem. And hey, we're going to be releasing all these games on PlayStation now. That would be the ultimate mind blown. That would be the biggest the biggest deal for PlayStation. I think Absolutely, because yeah. that's one of the big appeals right now for Xbox is they're embracing their culture because finally, when you now think about Xbox, they're not a five-year-old, you know, or 10-year-old company anymore. They're getting up there. They're in their teens. They're, they're acting rebellious. You know what I mean? So for Xbox to go, Hey, here's a decades plus of, of history. And we're just, we're, we're building the catalog. That's awesome to see PlayStation do the same where let's like arguably has the better catalog uh, or at least the bigger one. That's something to really brag about, you know? Yeah. Lean into that 25 years. Exactly. With that, Kyle, let's get into the next goober on the list, sir. Matt Kim from IGN writes, Sony patents PlayStation controller design with a new feature. Sony received patent approval for a new PlayStation DualShock controller earlier this week. The patent was discovered on the World Intellectual Property Organization database and features at least one visibly identifiable new feature. As reported by Polygon, the patent for the new DualShock was approved on December 26th. The front of the controller is similar to the existing PlayStation 4 DualShock, but it also differs from the new PlayStation controller patent that was uncovered in November. For example, there's no PlayStation Home button on the new patent. But the biggest change can be seen on the, on the back of the controller. The new design adds two back triggers to the controller. Unlike the new accessory that adds back triggers to existing PlayStation controllers, these seem built into the controller itself. It's unknown what the patent is for specifically. While there's a chance this design could be intended for the PlayStation 5, there's an equal chance that this design is meant for other products like the existing PlayStation consoles. 
Furthermore, companies regularly request patents for designs that never end up being used. Right. I think we could all point to one of the most famous ones is like the PlayStation uh, 4 controller you could detach and they're also move controllers. That was yeah. one I honestly thought was super dope. I would have been yeah. totally on board for Absolutely. it, by the way. Um, yeah. But what do, what do you think about this blueprint? Because also, th- think think back a little bit. I, I believe like a few days ago, maybe a week ago, um, I, there was a person who their job oc- occupation was a cleaner and they were cleaning and they saw the DualShock 5 controller yeah. at an office and it looks very much like the ones we've seen from the blueprints but we didn't see the back of the controller at all yeah so what what do you feel about this patent um i think the patent is is pretty cool um it kind of goes back to me thinking of those back paddles Mm -hmm. the one that's coming out soon yeah and maybe what playstation is doing is the ps5 has those back triggers on the dualshock 5 whatever Mm -hmm. they're going to call it and they're just trying to get people ready for it that or maybe they're going to going to allow the DualShock Four to be used on a PlayStation Five, and you get that back paddle oh. to kind of keep it uniform for games that might need it. Okay, okay. That's the first thing that popped in my head when I read this. Like maybe they were they're getting the PS4 DualShock Fours ready to be used with PS5. So you're thinking now that that's another feature that would blow my mind that I would totally love. Yeah, is DualShock Four controllers to being able to work on the PlayStation 5. Yeah. That, it always, it, like, I, I really hate that when you buy a new system, you're like, oh, I got to buy new controllers. Why? Because they need to make more money, you yeah. know? Um, that's an awesome idea. For me, I don't, like, I, I need to take a step back and really think about it because the PlayStation 5, there's something about it where, like, for example, I own an Xbox Elite 2 controller, I love the paddles, but there's also a part of me in, in the back of my mind thinking, yeah, but like if I put this in a normie's hands, uh, what are they going to think of it? Yeah. Right. Is this actually for everyone? Does mm-hmm. everyone actually want that feature? Or is it too overwhelming? Or is it too overwhelming for, for again, a normal person, an average consumer to get their hands on it? I mean, I know I'd be down, but is little Jimmy going to also be down with the sickness? Is he going to accidentally program the, the back of the buttons, you know, for something else? And then, like, when dad's trying to play Fortnite and unwind? Yeah, it's the opposite effect. The kid's playing, like, thought piece games. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, no, dad's playing Fortnite. But, like, yeah. Just like, imagine changing one of the back paddles to, like, x or cross exactly um, and then making the cross button like l1 just to mess with people i also respect the fact that you're calling it what it is yeah you know what it's 2020 let's let's get into the groove i guess (laughs) oh all that fighting man all that fighting lord cognito (laughs) said it straight so uh yeah i i I dig it but i don't know if people are gonna be down for it i would like it to be an elite controller I really feel like PlayStation needs an Elite controller, and mm-hmm. if this is something that works on both PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, that would be amazing. And I think that's one of the number one features PlayStation fans, or, or one one of the, the accessories PlayStation fans yearn for that they're actually openly jealous of Xbox users having is that controller. It, it shows that Xbox really does 
understand the in-depth needs of the most hardcore and the most niche of their audiences when they yeah. put out a, a controller like that. And I think PlayStation should do the same. At the same exact time, I think we're seeing more and more people getting accustomed to uh, to the back paddles and to back buttons. And so I would think that it, on the other stroke of the of the or the other flip of the coin, there you go. Um, is that PlayStation kind of wants to put out a controller out there that has the back buttons already, and then it kind of shows the Xbox users, hey, why is you know Xbox marking these controllers up to an insane degree where PlayStation has them and they're just standard on every controller? Mm. You know, I don't know. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I don't know. Yeah. I'm interested. I'm down. I've never ever used a controller with back paddles. Now, okay. Well, my question to you, sir. Yeah. Would you be down if that this was a default? They're just like buttons are here, like it or not. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'd get used to it, yeah. right? Like DualShock Four, we had that giant touchpad, yeah. Um, and the early games tried really hard to incorporate it into game mechanics. So, like, I, I'm sure I'd get used to it. Uh, it'll be a little bit of a learning curve. Okay. Well, let's then. You know what? Let's break it down to the brass tacks here. All right. Let's do it. It's the first episode of the new year. Now, if I wish you. Now, you know that Shuhei Yoshida is the president of I don't know what. They, they, it, the roles are shifting, but he's practically <laughs> the Illuminati. I think he's in charge of indie games. I think he's in charge of first party. I think he's in charge of everything. And with the power of Shu, we have this question. We can make the next DualShock 5 controller, Kyle. Now, let's break this down to the most simplistic things. Mm-hmm. We're, get, we're getting to create the new, new DualShock controller what do we start with? What do we want on this controller? Ooh. Similar layout of the DualShock. Do we make it bigger? Do we make it smaller? Uh, similar layout for sure. Okay. Yeah. More of a a grip on them. Okay. Like more like a rubber rubber backing. Rubber backing. I'm digging sure. it so far. We got the uh, haptic feedback. Yep. We I got would love better thumbsticks. Better thumbsticks coming right up. Uh, what do you mean better thumbsticks? What are we talking yes. about here? I'm I'm talking about more of a convex is over so concave okay. on the top a little okay. bit more deeper recesses for my thumbs. Okay. What else? What else? Are oh, we man. keeping? Let's be real. Are we keeping the touchpad? Yeah. Why are we keeping the touchpad, Kyle? I personally love it. Like you just hit it, map comes up. I like it's, it as a dedicated map bump. You just like, like it as a dedicated. Lap. Just here it yeah. is. Okay. Yeah. What if? Let's play around with this touchpad. If we're keeping it. Sure. Okay, then we got to play around with it. Mm-hmm. So it's just a big giant select button. Yes. But it has to be more intuitive. Okay. So I think the thing with this is that it doesn't move at all. Like, there's no clicky clicky. It doesn't click. Okay. It's completely touch. It's completely touch. Uh-huh. And it, it's via haptic feedback that you feel like it clicks. Okay. And that's how, and that's how fancy it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, it's a better it's a better area of like pinch the zoom. It's better like you're using it like it's an iPad to look sure. around the map. I think it could get down with that as well. I think if we do that though, I think okay. the battery life will will go drastically down. Well, Kyle, that's where we get to number five. Okay. What type of battery do we want on this son bitch? The highest capacity battery that we can possibly find and put into this controller. <laughs> like, but in all, but in all reality, we know that the DualShock Five, or sorry, DualShock Four, worst battery life I've seen on a fucking controller in my life. It's bad. 
It's it runs life. out constantly. I have two always running, always charging. What if this controller lasts? What would be a good time period? Because we can't say it lasts a million years. No. Because that's going to drive the price up. We Honestly, assume that this controller is going to be 60 70 bucks. Yeah. At um, least. I would love for it to get closer to what PS3 was. What's that? Those controllers were like close to like 20 hours. Okay, 20 hour battery life. So we got we got better grips. We got mm-hmm. the haptic feedback. Mm-hmm. We got uh, the touchpad stays, but yeah, it's more intuitive. It's, not, it's a little smoother, a little sleeker. Because uh, honestly, if you take the touchpad out, yeah, right, yeah, are we going back to a select and start button? That would seem super. Not it would seem old. Not that, updated. but it would also make the controller feel a little empty. Yeah, up top. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like what would go in there? Here, all right. Now here's the next thing. Middle no, panels. No, <laughs> no light bar. None whatsoever. See, that's the thing. You're going to need it for VR. But but if Sony's just like, we like VR, now we want to push it to its limits, and we, we want to make this next iteration compete mm-hmm. with the Oculus, you got to ditch the light bar and make smarter cameras. So I'm thinking the camera yeah. is just, the, the, the light's out. And I think okay. we say we we make a lot of people happy. Listen, I'd be super down with that too. I'm just trying to think of VR. How how would that work? I don't know. There are VR was wizards out there. <laughs> again, they got cameras on the on the headset themselves. So okay. maybe again, maybe hey, just buy a DualShock Four controller, or you already have one. Assuming, yeah. mm-hmm. and maybe when the next VR comes out maybe there's a light bar attachment who knows sure maybe okay. yeah you put it on on like the USB-C and bam there's a little light bar it looks stupid but it works like a little dongle yeah a little dongle okay all right there you go okay we've solved that problem jesus we're <laughs> architects mark cerny we're <laughs> so on. here we go here we go uh shoe number two yeah uh if the patents are to be believed there is no playstation home button how are we going to get back to the home page all right are you ready for this I'm ready. Do we have to put in the Konami code every single time we have to go back to the homepage? No. iPhones. Think about your iPhone. Or yes. if you're just like Ray out there, you got your, your Sony phone. It's just the same. All right. You know, they took away the home button. And you're mm-hmm. like, Joe, how? It, it read my face, right? Well, for the longest time, it was just a heptic like, touch with your, with your thumb, right? And you mm-hmm. just held it for a second and read your, it read your fucking thumbprint. This doesn't do that. It doesn't read the thumbprint. But what it does is if you click the home button and you leave it there for like more than two seconds, like you hold down, bam, you're in the, you're in the home screen. Okay. So right. it's a little intuitive. Okay. And then you press it again. So it's like it, it, it really makes it like it's a double click. Okay. Again, just think about it. If you're, if you're on your iPhone, it makes sense if you're an iPhone user. I don't know how it works on Android. I'm not a simpleton. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> You suck, Android. You suck. I'm only kidding. You know, you're great. I'm really jealous of you, like, half the time. Uh, (laughs) They had a dark mode on their phone for, like, years. Yeah, they did. Come on, Apple. Jesus. Anyway. uh, (laughs) But, yeah, that's what I think. It's a hard push in. What about the triggers, though? What about the triggers? Do the trigger needs, like, work? Honestly, I'm fine with the triggers that we have now in DualShock 4. Okay. Okay. Like what I, I don't know if I want them super thin. Uh-huh. I kind of like that they're kind of like beefy. A thick bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know if I would change too much. Okay, so here I got the I got the the triggers. The only problem I feel with the triggers are the gaps in them when you press down on them. My biggest problem with the Dual Shock is I've gone through two of them where the triggers just die. Something happens and they just they're built cheaply. I and think we need you to press too that. hard. I think you need to shut your mouth before you get smacked. <laughs> I think you need to treat your Dual Shocks with respect. I think you need to treat me with respect. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, I don't know. They, they just, it doesn't feel right, Kyle. It doesn't feel right. So okay. uh, we're going to fix the triggers. We're going to put five more dollars in them, all right? Because they just need to be better. But also, I would like the R1 and the R2 to be closer together. There's way too big of a gap there. Because the one thing that I've really learned to like about the Xbox controller, and it literally took me three and a half years to actually go, I dig this, is how close the RB and the R whatever they call it on there. Right, uh, right RT, RT, yeah. Fucking God, Mongols over there. Um, but how close those buttons are because it you don't need to lift your finger to hit the, the RB button. Mm-hmm. You just you just literally slide it over with your with your index finger. It's faster and it feels better in all honesty. Okay. So I would like that on the R one and R two buttons. And keep the names because R one and R two make sense. Oh yeah, no. The the icons on the controller are staying the same, no matter yes. what. Okay. With that, we get to... Let's see. What's the last thing? Speakers. Are, can we... Can We We don't need speakers. Do we need speakers? I, I guess technically, no. Get them out of my face. Um, I might be one of the weird ones that enjoy getting audio logs spoken to me in... I'm speaker. wearing headphones. I never wear headphones when I play. Then just wear headphones. Be normal, <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> be like the rest of the family. <laughs> no! I'm unique, and I will stay that way. All right, fine. <laughs> so, fine. We've ditched, the, we've ditched the touchpad. For some reason, we just have to have a speaker. I think we've made the perfect DualShock, to be honest. Done. Right? This feels on, good. On sale for $125. No, it, <laughs> I, I honestly think the next the next controllers are 70 80 like, like the Switch controller. Oh, boy. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, I know. But we're fools and we'll buy them. Yeah. We'll buy them. Yeah, so, again, at the end of the day, we got the haptic feedback. We got the USB-C. We got a way better battery. We kept the touchpad, just made it more intuitive. Got rid of the PlayStation button. Kept the speakers because Kyle's fucking weird. And yeah, we've just made the best PlayStation controller ever made. I like that. But Jacob McCourt asks this question. What's up, Jacob? How should the console change or shift the system UI for the next generation? Next generation. Keep it. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I, I I was trying to think of something that something big that I would change out of the PS4 UI. There's a few things. It's very tiny. Like, I don't like when they bundle all the video stuff into yep. that one thing. God, it's so that app is so slow. The media I, yeah. app sucks. I think their social hub, uh, in all honesty, keep keep the way that it is just, you know, like left to right or right to left, whatever. Yeah. Um, keep that. I love that. And then just make it so that you have that one row, your social row, row as well. Mm-hmm. Keep those two. But down below, instead of it being... You know the the media or, or the social media. Just put it your media, so that you yeah. have multiplayer, your games, and then your media. So you have your Hulu, your Disney Plus, your you know your your Netflix all yeah. down there. That'd be cool. That'd be beautiful. Your Spotify yeah. right down there. 
Oh my goodness. Fix that in a minute. Done. Mark Cerny, get me on the phone, dude. <laughs> I got ideas. And I'll be and I'll be just like, you know, Steve Jobs was just like, do it. And then I'll have people do it for me. Easy. And speak about having people do stuff for them. Let's talk about the next story on the list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one comes from Brianna Reeves over at PS Lifestyle. Vince Zampella to lead rebranded Dice LA and help launch unrevealed original game. With the start of 2020, there's a shakeup going on for at least one of Electronic Arts' internal studios. Thankfully, the change seems to be for the better, though. Respawn Entertainment CEO Vince Zampella will help rebrand and lead DICE LA, the Los Angeles-based studio that typically operates in a support role for DICE Stockholm. With Zampella entering the fold, DICE LA will become its own thing, wholly separated from its sister studio. As such, the team is expected to drop the DICE branding, receive a new name, and develop an unannounced original project. In a detailed analysis of Respawn's history, Los Angeles Times broke news of Zampella's involvement with the DICE LA studio. According to Zampella himself, the biggest part of the transition will be in expanding and rebranding the team in an effort to ensure it's no longer considered a DICE Stockholm satellite. An eventual, new, an eventual new name and original game are sure to help tremendously on this front, Zampella told LA Times. Quote, we will probably rebrand. We want to give it a new image. We want people to say, this is a destination you can go and make new content. I think they've kind of gotten the branding that they are the support studio for Dice Stockholm. I think rebranding is important for showing people, hey, come work here. We're going to do some amazing things, end quote. As for what this means for his position at Respawn, Zampella says not much will change. According to the LA Times, he's like he likened it to serving as head coach, a status he'll maintain. With Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and now out in the wild, Zampella can begin shifting his focus elsewhere. Meanwhile, Fallen Order's director Stig Asmussen will remain in his role as Respawn's narrative lead. Apparently, nothing changed for Apex Legends game director Chad Grenier either. The same holds true for Peter Hirschman, director on Oculus Rift VR's Medal of Honor Above and Beyond. Crazy how he got this story been told. Um, he walked into the room. Nobody was there. Then all of a sudden, an ominous voice uh, just above just went, My boy, <gasps> I have been every word. And then all of a sudden, the voice shifts, and it's just the Activision Bobby Kotick. I have been every word inside your head. And then it's all of a sudden, it's it's, it's David Vanderhaar, and he's just like, whoa! <laughs> and then turn the corner, and it's just a disembodied EA executive, just right there. <laughs> and then he's just like, he just turns to the random-bodied, you know, EA hive mind, he's just like, what can you give me? And he's just like, everything. Or maybe just Dice LA. <laughs> <laughs> You get to name it, it's yours. <laughs> so this is pretty cool, right? Like, this yeah. is... Vince, getting, getting the recognition he definitely deserves. Absolutely. Uh, we ought to say it everywhere. They don't... You know, Respawn doesn't know how to make a bad game. And Vince Ampella has been... And I don't even... Like, I'm not even trying to just stroke his ego here. One of the greatest minds in video games. In For terms sure. of just... I mean, he revolutioned multiplayer with Call of Duty. He went toe-to-toe with Fortnite with Apex Legends. Like, the guy knows how to make a good experience, and he also understands how to make a good solo experience with Fallen Order. Yeah. And, and Titanfall 2. 
in Titanfall 2, Jesus, one of the a really solid campaign. I'm not going to sit here and say it's one of the greatest things I've ever played, but really fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, Kyle, what what are your first thoughts when you heard the news? Hey, anytime there's a new studio that's going to pump out new experiences, I'm all for. Yeah. Um, and like he said, he wants more people to come like, hey, we're not just in a support role. We value your creativity. Come make cool shit with us. Yeah. Like that. That's awesome. And what do you I think you're making? Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know. Do Is he in charge of Titanfall 3? Um, is it a new IP? Is it Ooh. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order 2? Who right. knows? Right. Well, I mean, uh, when we take a look at it, let's break it down for a second here, right? So he's a head coach of Respawn. Yeah. Um, Respawn's in great shape. Stig, we can assume he's working on the next Fallen Order. Sure. Right? We can see the other half of Respawn. They're working on Apex. Apex is fine Mm -hmm. at the moment. Uh, Those are their two cash cows that EA has that's not Mm sports-related. When you look at the RPG side, it's a mess at Bioware at the moment. We can only assume it's a mess with all the layoffs and everything with what we've heard so far. DICE has been another one that's been kind of shaky because... Battlefield 5 has never gotten off the ground. Yeah. It was rough when it launched. It's still rough today. It's not gotten its proper due. So I see this as EA kind of letting Vince fix the ship because no one, the board's given up. They don't know what's going to make a good game anymore. And so they're letting Vince kind of course correct things at EA on the dice end. So I think. This support studio is a new IP. Mm-hmm. My biggest question to you, sir, is we saw that Respawn kind of has their own way of doing things and they don't use Frostbite. They're the only studio not to. Um, do you think that this is a sign that EA is going to give up Frostbite for an Unreal Engine or a Unity or something that's just not Frostbite because of how many... Just the horror stories we heard about that engine itself. Yeah, I think it's probably the first steps towards that. Yeah. To kind of, like, understand that, yeah, it's cool you have your own pri- uh, proprietary, you know, engine or whatnot. But, like, right. the rest of the world is kind of doing things much easier uh, on this other unknown quantity type thing. Yeah. Um, so why not make it easier for you? Like, going back to, like, uh, another studio... Uh, with Telltale, right? Wolf Among Us too. They're not. It's not Telltale's engine anymore. They're they're yeah. going with Unreal. So like it, they've caught up and realized, hey, let's let's do things to make it easier. Make take one less thing out of that conversation that can be used against us in our games. Yeah, yeah. and I think that is what EA desperately needs is is a rebrand. So like when we're seeing Dice LA and they're just like, we're gonna rename this thing. We don't even know what it is yet but we're renaming it. That's a cool sign of things to come because as much as I love DICE, things do need to change and we need to see some change out of EA and we're seeing it out of Respawn. And if, again, a a guy from Respawn, the head of Respawn uh, is coming in to kind of do something, work on something, that's a good sign for me. I really do think Frostbite needs to go in general. And I think EA does need to give up on the, well, it's cheaper, if we make our own engine and just go with someone else's, because that is again, what you said about telltale, why did they fall and falter? One of the reasons is that engine was so shit. Consumers Mm -hmm. knew it. 
the, the, the people working on it knew it. And so to see them kind of go, yeah, we're not going to use, you know, our own engine. We're going to stick to Unreal. Awesome. I would like to see the same out of EA. I'd like to see the same out of DICE. So, you know, I like this. Uh, I just hope that they're also that there's also some fixing going on at BioWare as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Same. But this gives me hope for the future, man. I know we like to shit on EA, but I want to very much hope for the best out of that company because the worst case scenario is everybody loses their jobs, right? All the board members are going to be okay. They got their golden yeah. parachutes. They'll move on to fucking yeah. a company like Zanga, right? Yeah. But, and let, let, let's, let's be real here. A healthy EA is good for video games. Yeah. For sure. You know, uh, the, real, you know what that quick. game is? You know what that game is? What is it? What's that game? Oh. They're remaking cool. Dead Space. Uh, if you were to name that studio, what's the name of the new studio? Uh, the name of that studio is the studio that's making the next Dead Space. <laughs> <laughs> Games Incorporated. <laughs> Joseph Incorporated. <laughs> or we can name the studio Games That Joe Only Wants Made. Skate and Dead Space. <laughs> Let's see what Joe wants today. Uh, Bloodborne 2. Yep. Skate. Yep. Dead Space. All right. We got to pick one of those. Yep. Let's just go. <laughs> <laughs> we listen. Okay. We'll figure it out at lunch. We'll figure it out at lunch. Italian. Uh, Kyle, what, what do you think? Would, what, do you, what do you think the name of the studio is? Is this Respawn 2? Or, or like Respawn West? Respawn LA? East. How about that? Ooh, I don't like the way that sounds. East. <laughs> Least. I thought you meant East. Uh, what game do you want them to work on? Do you want them to work on a Star Wars? One of those Star Wars? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I had fun with it. I think uh, I think we're going to get not, one eventually. That's, that's not a reassuring, yeah. But, like, you know, it, it's it was a cool, fun game. I, I don't think I need one right away. Like, I would love to see them go back to Titanfall. Or, or something brand new. With wall running in it, because that's what they do. <laughs> it's Ooh, maybe Edge. it's wall run games. Oh, Vince, you can have that one free, free yeah. of charge. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, let's get to the next goober on the list. Uh, Logan Moore over at Dual Shockers writes: Dreams has gone gold. Media Molecule made it official this morning and revealed that their the initial work on Dreams has now been completed. After launching into early access last year, developer Media Molecule today kicked off the new year with a rather substantial announcement regarding Dreams. In a new tweet from the studio's official Twitter account, it was revealed that Dreams has now officially gone gold. This means that the work that was needed to see the game through to completion before shipping it out around the world has now been officially wrapped. Media's tweet goes, quote, We've got some exciting news to share. Community hashtag Dreams PS4 has gone gold. We're all set for February 14th, 2020. Thank you for all the love and support you've shown Dreams and Media Molecule. We're so excited to continue this adventure with you. End quote. Dreams is set to be Sony's initial first-party release in 2020 and is set to be one of the final exclusives to land on PS4 before the upcoming launch of the PS5. Over the past year, those who have been playing the game via early access have built a ton of incredible creations ranging from new iterations of Metal Gear Solid, recreations of Bikini Bottom from SpongeBob SquarePants, to even realistic-looking breakfast foods. The creation tools and dreams seem to have no limit, and with the game now formally set to launch, its community should continue to grow even larger. If you're looking to pick up the game when it launches, you won't have to wait too much longer. Dreams is set to release next month on February 14th, 2020, and will be exclusive to the PS4. This is awesome. 
I'm, this is I'm really rooting for him. Uh, 40 bucks as well. Mm-hmm. Are you picking this up? Or are you going to get your hands on it? Uh, probably not right away. How dare you. This is a PlayStation show. We have to support everything PlayStation does. You know this. No, I, I do know this. But, <laughs> hey, hey, PlayStation, if you want to send me 40 bucks to buy Dreams, go ahead. I just know all these games that are coming out in the next couple of months. I got to save true. up. That is true. Um, and if you think this this is a joke, like realistic looking breakfast foods and Dreams, I Dude, dare you to look that up. The, you can nuts. get right up to it. Yeah. And it looks like real food. Yeah. And that was all created within Dreams. That tech is incredible. Yeah. I also think it's super cool that we saw this at the PS4 launch yeah. event. And it's finally coming out in the last year of the PS4. Sean Layden, crazy. actually, he, he talked for the first time. I saw that tweet. <laughs> yes. Which is, it, it's not like he went in a coma and like he's just he barely eats, you know what I mean? <laughs> he's, just, he's just like tugging on a nurse's like, collar. He's like, I have to say something. And it was like, what is it, Tron? What is it? He's saying something. Everybody. Uh, Dreams is going to revolutionize the way we view, view making games. And then it slides back down. And that was like pretty much what he said. He's like, Dreams is going to change the way we look at developing games. And I think what he means by that, and why I like Dreams so much, why I believe in Dreams, um, is because the simple fact of this is so easy to code for. Right, like we saw all those examples, you know, you just stated the food one was nuts. I'm thinking of this on a level that is educational. Yeah, like we see Sony a lot uh, go out with like girls make games. Uh, even like they they do a lot of like you know these youngster programs where mm-hmm. they get game development in in the hands of children, and I think that this could be a tool where you know they could get grants for. And they can, you know, get a ton of PS4s and kids learn the magic of video games. I don't think this Absolutely. is supposed to set the world on fire, but hopefully this sets some imagination ablaze. In a, I can even see mind. this being a, a class in high school. Yeah. A video game design class where you yeah. just go in and you build something in dreams. I think that's dope. Yeah. And I think because it's so easy to use, that's only going to build, you know, that love and in, in, in that love for, for video games. Yeah, I I want to see that. I I remember when I was a kid, I did like a games making class, and it was too hard for me. I didn't know, I didn't understand coding, and then I just, I got too scared. I was seven, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> my my uncle would leave the would leave the room every Christmas Eve, and I don't know where he was. But then I'd hear this ringing, and I don't know where where he is. Freaked me out. So like, I don't know any better. But like, if if I if I have something that's easy for me, a dumb or a dumb, dumb kid to use, then yeah, they could be the next Corey Barlog. Why not? Yeah. That's dope. Just another way to get that creativity out there. Yeah, Luke Lore, stop being mean to me because I like dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Let his dreams be dreams, Luke. Come yeah, on now. Come on. Maybe you can have your dream where like Crackdown 3 is a playable experience. Who? <laughs> right? Who shots fired? Fucking awful game. Awful. <laughs> You gotta have lock-on systems to aim in a third-person shooter. Are you kidding me? Is that fun? All right, all right. Sure. Hey Joe, you know what is fun? What's that? Uh, PS4's free PS Plus games for January 2020 available yeah. to download now. This comes from Matt Paget over at Gamespot. 2020 is here, and with the new year, Sony has rolled out the first month of free mm-hmm. PS4 games for PlayStation Plus subscribers. January 2020's lineup became available on Tuesday, January 7th replacing December's games, Titanfall 2, and Monster Energy Supercross. 
Right now, PS Plus users can claim Uncharted, the Nathan Drake Collection, and Goat Simulator. This effectively gets you four games, as the Nathan Drake Collection is a remastered compilation of the first three games in the series. Uncharted Drake's Fortune, Uncharted 2 Among Among Thieves, and Uncharted 3 Drake's Deception. Although only the single-player components are included in all three. Both of the PS Plus titles are free until February 3rd, and you'll have access to both of them for as long as you're subscribed to PlayStation Plus. Question. Do you know if Goat Simulator is an easy platinum? I saw someone already platinum it, um, but I don't know if it's easy. Challenge accepted. I remember playing Goat uh, Simulator on PC. And say what you want. That game's fucking great. (laughs) I know I just talked shit on Crackdown 3, but Goat Simulator, you knew what you were buying. You know what I mean? It wasn't $60. Um, Yo, how did you feel about this month's PlayStation Plus? I think it's great. I think it's amazing. Uh, You're getting four games. You're getting tent poles of PlayStation uh, mascots in the Nathan Drake collection and all three fantastic games. Well, not maybe all three. I would say two and a half fantastic great games. Whoa, whoa, whoa. why is it The first one doesn't age all that well. I don't know how long it's been since you played the first one. No, it's been a minute. I never beat the first one. That's why I kind of want to go back and give it a shot. Yeah, the first one's one's tough. Yeah. Second and third are still classics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Second one, Chloe. Jesus Christ. Go play Lost Legacy, by the way. Jesus. Go play Lost Legacy. Hello, nurse. You know what I mean? Ooh, Ooh, goodness. All right. It's getting hot in here. Let's... Let's get to the most famous Seamus I've ever met in my whole entire life. And he asks, so this month's PlayStation Plus games are Uncharted, the Nathan Drake Trilogy, and Goat Simulator. Now, I, like many PlayStation owners, already have Uncharted Trilogy, and I got it on sale a few months ago for $10. My question is, how do you feel when a game you already own is put out on the PlayStation Plus? I'm happy for people who haven't played it yet, but at the same time, uh, a bit of me is thinking, damn, I could have saved ten dollars. <laughs> uh, does this change your answer if you bought it uh, recently? So, yeah. What is a game that went on PS Plus that I already bought? I mean, we if, if I could be the nihilist and be like, oh, I spent sixty dollars. I mean, Bloodborne and Ratchet and Clank. Remember that was the best PlayStation Plus month. That was Fight a really really it. good month. Yeah. Dude, shit. Like, both of those games were free as the apology of we're taking away Vita and PS3 games, but yeah. like, a dope apology. And now I could yeah. say I bought both of those games at full price, but that's years ago, man. So, mm-hmm. like, I don't have any hurt feelings. Mm-hmm. Do you? No, yeah. I don't. Um, I get where you're coming at, uh, Famous Seamus. I totally get it. Uh, but, Remember, like, uh, no, Borderlands 2, I bought. For ten bucks, and then three months later, it was free, and I was just like, "Dang!" But it was Mm -hmm. it was like no harm, no foul. The only thing I regret is we never played it like you promised, Kyle. Uh, Excuse me. Real real talk here behind the curtain. That's PlayStation, (laughs) uh, the trophy room here. Uh, You go play over on Xbox with all your Xbox friends, Luke, Laura, and them. Because they're idiots. They don't know any better. They they need friends. You tell me when to play, and we'll play. We still, I still need to get you that Borderlands Three Platinum. God, can we do it fast so I can trade in that game? We'll talk. Oh, how dare you? Can we I, just I, I gotta play fast? the DLC like as soon as possible. You know what's the funniest thing? Because we were playing crossplay on on Call of Duty, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we had all like we had Joe Brooks, we had Sean Capri there, and they're on their Xbox, and here I am on PlayStation, wiping the fucking floor. 
I'm talking 40 and 10. Like, it was, it was devastation. Some could have called it maybe even a hate crime oh, against oh, Xbox people. Don't call people. it a hate crime. Against uh, Xbox people. <laughs> like, it Let's was... not associate this show with hate it... crimes. <laughs> All right, Let's well, not do that. <laughs> kind of was. <laughs> you should have heard what Sean was saying on the other end. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, anyway, but, um, yeah, so, like, I felt burned before. <laughs> But not like not. It's not the worst thing in the world, especially if it's something like oh, ten bucks, it's like ten yeah. bucks, ten bucks. So I'm not like, eh. I've never been it, offended when a game's been on PlayStation Plus. No. If anything, it makes me happy when games of this caliber are there. For like, it was just the holiday season. How many kids just got a PlayStation for the first time? And now with PlayStation Plus, you get to play three amazing Uncharted games. Yeah. And a silly goat simulator game. And I think we were talking about it, too, because, like, Nasty Boots on the Discord was just like, dude, why even put out Uncharted and, and, and like, Last of Us when they did it for The Last of Us? Like, dude, who who isn't buying those games when they buy a PlayStation? I'm like, well, sure. A, not everyone, but what you just said, like, they're putting the, – it's, it's, it's a strategic move mm-hmm. on their part. Yeah, holidays just ended. Get get the incentive for people to get onto this, you know, PS Plus business with one of the best games on the PlayStation Four and one of the best games in PlayStation, which is yeah. Uncharted. Right? How do you get people hyped for Last of Us Part Two? Well, the month afterwards, you put out Last of Us, you know, the original. Bam on PlayStation Plus. That's how you do mm-hmm. it. So, yeah. can I give a prediction for next month? One of the games. Yeah. I feel like Catherine Full Body will be one of the next month's Ooh, games. Why do you, why do you think that? Because that game's all about uh, significant others and, and falling falling for somebody. I think and, and misogyny. It's, you know, Valentine's Day is in February. Mm-hmm. I think it kind of fits the theme. I could be totally off base with that game. Yeah. I've never played it, but I don't know. I think I think Catherine. That's. <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny here. Like that's a touchy game. Yes, you know? I know it is. Yeah. So I I don't know if you want that game because how That's Americans true. view sex. That's true. You know. Then you They're know very oh, vanilla. Stupid. That What's was that? no. Forget I even said okay. Catherine. All right. Let's let's do a hard edit, but not really because I'm not going to make you do that. Uh, Persona Five, all about stealing Ooh. people's hearts. Hell yeah! February, February 2020. Persona Five. PS Plus. All right. With that, we usually you know I usually have you hold on to something. Yeah. But everybody, free. yeah, everybody at PlayStation Blog is on vacation still, so there is no drop this week. But I did steal Andrew House's mail, so that's something. And it was funny that's because, something. yeah, well, it was I Christmas. like how you said that. That's something. I stole his mail. <laughs> I, I committed several crimes. Yeah, <laughs> I went down his chimney because I'm old Saint Nick. That's my part time job. I, you know, I wormed my way down the chimney, ate his cookies, stole all that shit, and then I stole his presents. <laughs> and inside the presents were just letters? And that's how we got it? Well, no, I mean, I put it in a sack. The sack's huge, you know, so I just throw it in there. Uh-huh. And then I see the mail on the dresser, and I just take it. And bam. Did he have anything good under the tree? I don't know. I just burned it. I just oh. burned it. <laughs> I'm an agent of chaos, Kyle. <laughs> okay, fair enough. And really, you want to know the fucked up thing? Right on the front lawn. <laughs> Kerosene. 
But you, you, you did the kerosene in the shape of just a giant middle finger. Yeah. So when he comes out the door, he just sees us like, oh, well, Joe was here. It's the reason like, my mail's gone, too. It was Joe. Like, like, like Andy's wife wakes up. She's like, I smell burning. And then, like, Andrew, Andrew's eyes aren't even open yet. He's just like, that fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> He's done it again. <laughs> When oh, will God. this man learn? <laughs> How many times? <laughs> Nathan writes in, Thoughts for the podcast, as it's snowy up here in Canada today. <laughs> what game needs more snow? Kyle, what game needs more snow? Uh, I have a semi-serious one and two not very serious. Uh, Concrete Genie. Yes. I think that would be super cool doing artwork like on snowmen. Uh-huh. And I think that would look very pretty in that town. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the second one I put is everybody's golf, just because I think it's funny you'd lose the ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then oh, third yeah. one, I want to see Resident Evil 2 in the snow, but it's like holiday themed. Like the, the zombies have Santa hats on or like yeah. elves. Yeah. Mr. X is Santa. I like that. Festive. Yeah. Fest- I really love when video games get all festive. Absolutely. I love that shit. First That's off, I That's kind of what I was hoping for Borderlands 3. Like, I they forgot. did the Halloween event. I wanted a Christmas one. Like a Christmas... And they didn't... They didn't do it. You know, you say, happy holidays. What's the next thing? They take your fucking seasonal <laughs> themes in video games. Uh, I forgot to mention, Andrew House's snail mail. You could write in via PS Trophy Room on Twitter. You could write in via the Casa de Bad Bit Discord... Or I go to Andrew House's house. We have this whole bit where I steal all the loose shit. There you go. And so for me, uh, what game needs more snow? Uh, The first game that comes to mind, and I don't know. Yeah. Just need weather effects, really. I need Spider-Man. Spider-Man didn't have any snow, right? No. It had some rain. Yeah. Yeah, give me that. Yeah, yeah, New York City in the Christmas time? Yeah, that would be beautiful, man. I'm really thinking. I don't think it was there. And if that not, make it more prominent. But the one thing that I really do love is when games have really good, like, snow physics. Like, we talked about it on The Road to Greatness. Yeah. Um, Death Stranding Snow. Like, I actually want it more in that game because when the snow's there, oh, my God, I love it so much. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say more, more Death Stranding, please. Yeah, Horizon has Spider-Man. some great snow in there too. Yeah, put. Oh, I have thoughts, but yeah, put put there. You have thoughts uh, on Horizon snow? Yeah, well, give me more of it. Frozen oh, okay. wasn't enough. That's I'll, be, I'll be very catty afterwards. Oh, I'll go any further. Antonio writes in. You have 15 seconds to come up with five names for the PlayStation Five instead of a boring just PS Five. Have fun. Okay. Okay. Ready. Uh, uh, Station of Play Five, uh, okay. the 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 P Series Five, okay. the uh, PlayStation Quick Load, because you know they're okay. they're uh, uh, the cr- Cross Machine. I don't know. Okay. Uh, uh, I don't. That's it. I don't know. PS oh, the Plat Station. The oh wait, no, the PS Quintuple. Oh, PlayStation okay. Roman numeral five. PlayStation the fifth one. <laughs> PlayStation 
The Empire Strikes Back, PlayStation, <laughs> Jaws 4, <laughs> bam, 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 done, PlayStation done, done. and the Order of the Phoenix. Yep. Let's do every fifth, <laughs> fifth version. PlayStation, the fifth element. <laughs> PlayStation, Die Harder. <laughs> it's Christmas themed, motherfucker. All right. Nasty Boots writes in, what genre of game would you like to see Sony go for in a new IP? I got one right off the bat. Go. I did too. Give me a strategy game. Uh, that's a good Give one. Give me a goddamn strategy, whether it's an XCOM-like, mm-hmm. Civ-like, Age of Empires-like. Give me something. I love, 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 love how Microsoft has Halo Wars and Gears Tactics. Give me a Killzone Tactics game. Please. That'd be cool. Or something maybe maybe it's Last of Us Tactics. Ooh. That's brutal. That's brutal as fuck, right? Yeah. Give me something here, guys. That'd be cool. Daddy needs it. Daddy needs it. Uh, the first thing that popped in my head, uh-huh. and I realized we kind of sorta had one. Okay. Uh, but platformer. I want to see another platform Mac. mascot game. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean by like yeah. we sorta kind of had one, mm-hmm. but. I miss the days of Croc and Spyro and Crash mm. and Klonoa and, uh-huh. and, and Tomba to a certain degree. Like, yeah. give me some good platform games back. That got me. That got my brain to thinking. What if? Because we were talking about Xbox making all these plays, buying studios left and right, right? Yeah. What if PlayStation? You know, we got we got the usual suspects. Like we were talking before the show, rumor has it Blue Point's teasing a uh, Legends of Dragoon, right? Yeah. Uh, remake. What if you know we always say, "Oh, Blue Point." It's that's because it's the easy one. What if they tried to buy Platonic, mm. the former Rare guys, and we're just like, That'd "Go make cool. some platformers. Go make That'd some ukuleles." Cool. Hell yeah! You know, in the Impossible Air too. That'd be super cool. Dude, how awesome would it have to have a Donkey Kong-style platformer on PlayStation? Yeah, that'd be really, really rad. I think that would be a huge get, and I think that would be a huge opportunity for PlayStation to go into the more, you know, kid-fun element instead of the hard, gritty stuff that they're so used to. And then you could kind of take that ecosystem, the ecosystem could kind of live on from the young generation all the way to their young adults. Absolutely, yeah. Oh my god, I'm amazing. You know that? Mark Cerny, hire me. What are, what are you guys doing here? Twiddling your thumbs? Oh, we got a logo? I got ideas, dude. All right? Jesus Christmas. Sorry, what was the... Oh, yeah, you said platformers. That's why I jumped off. Uh, the last uh, question in our segment, Andrew House to Sam now. Again, PS Trophy Room on Twitter. Costa Bad Bit Discord server. Marcus O'Neill writes in. Always with... Some fantastic questions Marcus comes up with. Any gaming resolutions for 2020? Now, wasn't it last year that I said I'd platinum Bloodborne? I think you... I don't know if that was one of your resolutions, but yeah, you did say that. I made it a mission. Yeah. And you know what? Last year, I fucking did it, guys. Yeah, you did. I got the platinum in Bloodborne. So I pretty much put that on my degree and on my resume. I'm a real gamer, okay? (laughs) What are, you, what are your resolutions? I'm going to talk down to you because everybody now is like a simpleton to me. I platinum Bloodborne. Nobody gets done oh, that. Okay. All right, sir. Congratulations. Casual. You may speak. 
I feel like I'm in a pit and you're just above judging me. In like yeah, I'm like room. Jabba. And then there's a Sarlacc, you know? Jump. With me coming in with, the with like, 30-something Platinums yeah. already. And you're just like, I have Bloodborne. I have Bloodborne. Bam, Leave done. me be. Exactly. I sit on my throne. Um, a throne of lies! <laughs> I mean, very. this is, like, a very basic one, but, like, uh-huh. I just want to... Uh, game more. I want to have more time to game and have a steady, steady gaming time for myself. Yeah. Um, but the the bigger one, I guess, I want to step out of my comfort zone. I want to play a, a really a game that I don't really go for. What's I that? really kind of I just like I don't know, like a racer or okay. um uh, oh, I'm completely blanking. Maybe like more of like a subject matter that I don't normally go okay. to. Okay. Um, that's something that I would love to love to do myself. Yeah, I think resolution wise for for me like gaming resolutions that I've already tried it really hard to do this. Um, you know, we get some sway with some people here on the internet. We got a soapbox that we could preach from from time to time, and I see a lot of people on YouTube and on podcasts already starting to draw the battle lines of, like, here's where we stand on video games and on the console wars to come. It's kind of like it's kind of like Game of Thrones right now, right? Everybody's picking their house. Um, here at the Trophy Room, obviously, we love PlayStation, but I want to make sure that my gaming resolution is that I'm happy for everyone. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the thing I really feel we need to preach more of because there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of podcasts. Like, we never claim to know the business side of things. Sure. There's yeah. a lot of podcasts that claim that they do or act like they do. And mm-hmm. I hate that. I don't want to be that type of type of podcast because nobody knows what's going on here. We're all taking educated guesses. And so, yep. for me, I want to be more positive in that line of thinking of just, like, you know, we love Xbox. We own an Xbox, we love Nintendo, we own Nintendo, we just like PlayStation a little bit more. So I hope that my gaming resolution is that I'm feeding that love of gaming first and PlayStation second. Absolutely. That's what I'm hoping for. Very well Uh, said. As a gamer resolution, uh, it's not to beat more games. I never have this problem of like, like, you know, my backlog. If I beat a game, I beat a game. If I don't, it never, it never hangs on my, like, my case. Uh, like, I'm not thinking, like, oh, I should have done the cheese fuck name. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I want to start streaming. I got a capture card on my PC. I just need to figure out some some of the ins and outs. And that's yeah. what I really wanted to do is I want to start streaming the games that I'm playing so that you know what I'm playing. And you know what I'm reviewing. You know? Stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, mm-hmm. that would be my gaming resolutions. But yeah. There you go. With what a year con- of gaming ahead of us this year. It's going to be nuts. It's going to be nuts. We do have an announcement, though. Uh-oh. Next week, I just learned this, or just remembered. Next week is the second anniversary of The Trophy Room, a PlayStation yeah. podcast made by the players, made for the players. For the players. Now, I don't want to get every- anybody worried, but I'm going to get a call sometime this week for a surgery that I'll be going through. I have an umbilical hernia. Don't worry. It's going to be fine. It's like a 15-minute surgery. I'm going to be done. It may or may not be done by Andrew House. It may. (laughs) (laughs) Watch, like, they put me under, and then they're just like, okay, um, like, the doctor's like, okay, we got time. I'm going to just go for a break. And, like, he just leaves the room, and then, like, all of a sudden, you just hear it. 
like a thud and a body drop and then you just see Andrew House. <laughs> or like right before you go under, Andy just looks down at you. Well, well, well. <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> Looks like the shoe's on the other foot. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, you fat bitch. <laughs> like, like, whoa, Andrew. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Where's my licorice? <laughs> Your kids aren't really dumb. I'm sorry. <laughs> you slept with my wife. <laughs> I'm sorry, Andy House, if you ever hear this. She left me. (laughs) So I may not be going. (laughs) But a tentative, we will have a live episode of the Trophy Room next week on Wednesday, the 15th of January. So be there live. We're going to aim for around 7.30, I think I said last time, right? Yeah. 7.30. Eastern time. Eastern time uh, at Bad Bit Games on YouTube. So find us there. We're going to have a lot of fun. It's going to be a normal episode. We're going to have a pre-show and a post-show. We're just going to have fun. Uh, and we have some really awesome announcements as well for everyone. We got new shows. We got some Patreon updates. It's going to be really awesome, and I'm really excited for that so let's hope Andrew House doesn't kill me then but there you have it live show next week 15th be there or be square Kyle anything you want to pimp out before we go as always I'd like to pimp out myself Ninja 73 on Twitter and on PSN Uh, if you are a fan of kind of funny and enjoy the best friends I have a show all about the best friends called best friends talk funny at BFS talk funny on Twitter Uh, I'm currently scheduling out a bunch of guests uh if you want to be on hit me up glad to have you on uh if you're in the new york city area you'll follow at kinda nyc or go to kinda nyc.com and see where all our uh, future meetups are at and i also want to throw out there um kind of funny is doing their up and comer thing again this year um please if you would love to nominate myself and joe uh give us a chance to shine and and get an opportunity of a lifetime to show the world what we got and kind of break into this industry even more than what, what we already are. So go ahead. And we'll, we'll obviously let you know when that goes live, yeah. but yeah. consider us when, when that time comes. I'm ready to fight anybody to the death that's not named Kyle. Or Andy House. No, nah, Andy House, it's about to go down. <laughs> you oh, can find you know what, me? Joe? What? what? Joe. Yes. I just had an epiphany, and okay. I'd be okay if you didn't pick me for this. So, like, for Kind of Funny Games last year, Blessing, uh, by the way, former guest of the show, new, brand new member of Kind of Funny, Blessing. Hell yeah, mm-hmm. dude. Uh, but on the end of his week, he got to bring on anyone in the industry, and he brought yeah. Alex Van Aken from OK Beast. If you get it, I want you to bring Andy House on. <laughs> I would be totally okay if you don't pick me. I want to see a Joe and Andy House kind of funny games daily, and we will make sure that it comes up that you steal his mail. Oh, God. (laughs) That'd be incredible. For only our community. Everyone's like, what the hell's going on? What's Andrew House doing there? Should he be at Nissan? And just us just staring at each other for 45 minutes. (laughs) 
sure go ahead do that you can find me at bad bit games on youtube uh follow me at mr bad bit follow the show at ps trophy room on twitter support the show if you could that'd be so awesome like it eh, uh sorry like, like daniel so welsh like, you really yes. broke me you really did like daniel welsh like jb thank you all so so much and so with all that said all that out of the way. Follow us on iTunes and keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation.